With the NowJobs app, you're only three clicks away from a new student worker. Let us introduce you to the NowJobs app. That's extra help in just a few clicks. No fuss, no administration. Download it now. Available in Belgium, the Netherlands, France, and soon in Germany. Now jobs. Get the job done. Ka-ching! your kids lock the doors you're listening to hr's most dangerous podcast chad sowash and joel cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts complete with breaking news brash opinion and loads of snark buckle up boys and girls it's time for the chad and cheese podcast oh yeah summer is officially here and you're invited to a barbecue that's starting at four hola you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast Does Europe. I'm your co-host, Joel. The temperature is about 88 Cheeseman. And this is Chad. I'm going back to London. 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 So wash. I don't think so. On this episode, <laughs> Tex Colonel and Adzuna go shopping. France and Germany merge. And we get acquainted with an 800-pound test gorilla. Let's do this. Europe has a bunch of countries in it. European. Talent. Intelligence. What does it mean? Imagine a world where it's easier for you to find and know your target group. Where it's easier to recruit and attract the talent you need from a European talent pool. Every year, thousands of corporate recruiters, HR departments and intermediaries rely on Intelligence Group to make that dream a reality. Intelligence Group is the European market leader in recruitment talent intelligence. With innovative dashboards and tailor-made research in 28 European countries, it is our job to empower you as a state-of-the-art, data-driven recruitment business partner. Recruiting with data is great. Recruiting with Intelligence Group is better. Learn more about our services at intelligence-group.nl Intelligence Group, market leader in European talent intelligence. Dude, where the fuck is leaving? He's he's a little under the weather, apparently. My man's not uh, feeling very, very good. I guess, uh, yeah. you know, filling in for me last week or last time was uh, a little too much for the uh, for the Constitution, if you will. It's a, it's a lot to shoulder. Let me it tell is. you. I mean, there's you, you wake up in the middle of the night, cold sweats. I mean, so, I mean, shout out to, to Levin and Jenny Cody Kangas, a.k.a. JCK, for running the pod with me while your ass was away petting moose and drinking Molson <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> That's right, baby. The Molson goes down nicely, and it's a lot stronger in Canada. So, well, I'm glad they let you back in the country. That's good. The hangover still, uh, still with me a little bit. I'm not sure how this episode is going to go, but we have a special <laughs> guest. Oh, what? In Levin's absence to, oh, to no. help carry both of us, or at least me again, through this episode. <laughs> uh, why don't Why don't we welcome Boss Von uh, Hatred? How do we pronounce that, boss? <laughs> Von de Hadred. Oh, Hadred? Close enough, mates. Boss like a boss. That's all, that's, that's all I know. Like a boss. Excellent. Welcome, 
boss. Welcome, uh, boss. Give us, give us a, give us a little, uh, little intro, a little Twitter bio uh, around you. Well, I've been active in this industry for about twenty years now. Um, I've recently. Uh, last decade specialized in the assessments. I've been running uh, the biggest research on corporate career sites here in the Netherlands and basically try to get out of recruitment ages and time and time again. And it just drags me back in. (laughs) Your LinkedIn profile says professional Snoop. I assume that's not a Snoop Dogg uh, impersonator. That's uh, something different. But no, it's uh, it's an honorary title uh, from a guy who actually uh, recently uh, deceased, uh, who was always living on the edge, and mm-hmm. he went over it. And I always kept meddling into his business uh, ventures. And uh, so when I was still uh, uh, just on a payroll, he called me a professional Snoop, and I said, "I'm going to put that on my business card if I ever start out on my own." He said, you'll never have the guts for it. And that's one thing you don't have to say to me. Love it. And thank thank you for filling in last last second, literally. We appreciate you coming yes. on the show yes. and, and helping us out with the European point of view. Well, you're welcome. Excellent. Shout outs, baby. Well, my shout out is to the people in the Facebook group Recruitment Vrijstaat, which is a Dutch recruiter group for telling all their puber children to apply to uh, the position of corporate career sites researcher um, because I had so many awesome applicants. Uh, it might help that I did a really simple assessment to assess them and I pay uh, 25% above minimum wage. Um, so I'm set for the summer with six people working for me doing research. Awesome. And you did this without resumes. You did it only on assessment. Yeah, I figured out that researching a corporate career site basically means you need to be able to scan a website really fast and accurately. So so what assessment do you use for something like that? Do you create your own? What do you use? I've actually created my own uh, simply because <laughs> I, as an assessment guy, I know what I'm looking for. Yeah. Back in the day, this is over a decade ago, so before uh-huh. they started bombing uh, uh, the Ukraine, but I hired a Russian developer. He, I paid him 500 quid. He built the exact games like I knew they would work. I uh-huh. tested them on my former employees. I had the good ones and the lesser ones do them. They had predictive validity. And since I've done this, I haven't uh, had a single job interview. I haven't asked for a single resume and I haven't had a single mishire uh, in almost 10 years now and before <laughs> I used to have at least 25% of the people were just not functioning well. And it cost you a whopping 500 bucks. And it cost me a whopping 500 bucks. <laughs> love it. I fucking love it. So quick question. How many people in that time frame have you actually hired? 40 or 50 people now. Well, first of all, 500 for all that is a very sound investment. So if, if nothing else, boss can start a, uh, a financial podcast on how to build Easy. cheap businesses and get return investment. Speaking of guys that know a thing or two about building businesses, <laughs> uh, my shout out goes to Johnny Campbell. Love that guy. Uh, and his company, Social Talent. You know, on this show and our other shows, we, we focus a lot on companies that have raised millions and millions of dollars. Uh, but we probably don't talk enough about businesses that you know, bootstrap, last a long time, grow organically and build successful companies. And social talent is one of those sort of well-kept secrets. Um, they provide an e-learning 
for recruitment uh, in case you haven't been paying attention. Basically, videos of experts uh, educating recruiters on uh, how to do stuff. Anyway, uh, co-founder Johnny Campbell and Social Talent uh, was recently featured in Dublin's Business Post uh, because they're now looking to raise up to 25 million euros in financing uh, to fund their further growth. Uh, it's the first time they've sought funding, even though they've been around since 2010. Um, Intel, Disney, and Cisco are some of their clients, and they're growing at 40% year over year and have helped train over 100,000 recruiters. Uh, we don't talk about these companies enough, so shout out to Johnny and his team at Social Talent. Well done. Well done. I love, love educational platforms that really engage, almost like a Netflix style. You get great content. They've got great content. And then just turn it loose on recruiters, recruiting managers, those types. I, I think that's awesome. Good luck for them in that raise. And you know they're smart because they've never asked you or me to be on one of their educational <laughs> educational platforms. So yeah, they know what they're doing. Pretty legit. Pretty legit. Okay, my shout out goes to Books, Books, Books. That's right, kids. Katrina Collier's Robot Proof Recruiter version 2 is available for pre-order. That's right, kids. In a world of RPA, AI, ML, NLP, and a ton of other scary acronyms. How can you, as a recruiter, evolve your skill set? Well, you got to be a robot-proof recruiter. That's how. Also, shout out to Matt, that British guy, Alder, and Mervyn Deenan uh, in their book, Digital Talent. Learn how to find, recruit, and retain the people your business need in a world of digital transformation. Two books focused on pulling HR pros out of the tar pits of the early 2000s process and technology mindsets, uh, Robot Proof Recruiter Version 2 and Digital Talent. Pre-order, get yours today. People still read? Is that a, is that a thing still? Apparently, yeah. Don't expect the Chad and Cheese book, by the way, people. Unless it's a coloring book or a comic book, don't expect anything out of us. James Ellis took his Talent Chooses You Version 2 totally audio. Oh, I like that. James in your ear. That's right, baby. That's go what to, that's about. Go to TalentCast and you can listen to it for free. Listen to every damn episode of it. Every goddamn episode. <laughs> so events, you've, you've heard that we've got an event coming up, right? I have. I'm sure Boss has too. He'll probably be where we're going. Yeah, yeah. So what, what happened this morning, Boss? Um, Jamie posted on his on LinkedIn, Wreckfest is sold out. Woo! That's right, kids. Too bad. So sad. They're officially sold out. I hate to say I told you so, but I warned you they were going to sell out. So if you haven't gotten tickets, you're back in the FOMO. You're back in the yeah. FOMO zone. Not cool. So we look forward to actually being on stage at Nebworth Park. Wreckfest all day emceeing the disrupt stage. We're going to have Julie, who's crazy of Crazy and the King. Uh, our mm -hmm. buddy Stubbsy, I don't know if you know this or not, Joel, Stubbsy is going to join us. Is that right? Yep. We've Very got nice. Craig and Lauren from Australia's Top Pod and Shelly and Serge from Canada's Recruitment Flex. They're all going to make guest appearances. You won't know when, people, which is why you got to pitch a tent in the disrupt stage. And don't forget my friends, Johnny, Jack, and Jim will also be on stage. So uh, it's, oh, it's bound to be a good time, everybody. That's going to be the hardest thing <laughs> for me to keep you not from being just crazy drunk. 
Oh, I'm more entertaining drunk. I'm more entertaining drunk. <laughs> you think so. Topics! All right, let's get into some mergers and acquisitions. Okay. Uh, murders? Let's talk about Adzuna for murders. <laughs> murders, she wrote. No, murders in the building. No, Adzuna, our, our podcast sponsor, by the way, Adzuna, uh-huh. search engine for jobs in case you haven't been paying attention, has acquired GitWork, a U.S.-based job search engine. Plans for GitWork to continue operating as an independent brand are in the plans. Doug Monroe, CEO and co-founder of Adzuna, said, quote, Adzuna acquiring GitWork will help us supercharge our growth in North America, end quote. Both companies will continue to operate as independent brands. Together, they will index job ads from more than 50,000 employer websites. Terms, as usual, were not disclosed. But guys, what do we think about this move from Adzuna to make some waves into the good old USA and maybe even Canada? Well, they're not that big in the Netherlands. I've just looked up one of my old clients' data, and we had literally zero people coming in uh, from them. And this is quite a, a big uh, client, uh, but anybody who wants to challenge Indeed, which I think they're doing, uh, I can only welcome that. <laughs> That's good. I, I got I got a quote from Doug Monroe, the CEO of Adzuna. First off, he said, "Fundamentally, it's about accelerating our U.S. growth in scale to help us create a genuine alternative to the likes of Indeed slash LinkedIn." What which boss was just talking about? So I think that on its surface, Adzuna needs to make waves in the U.S. They're making a big push. Uh, They've raised money recently uh, to come over to the States. The company that they bought, GetWork, is not a juggernaut. It's not ZipRecruiter or someone that's going to make a huge splash. Interestingly, from from the past, if you're familiar with LinkUp, which I know a lot of our listeners are, and before then it was uh, JobDig, they've sort of pivoted away from the job postings, which were mostly, uh, I think, direct listings from from employers, and they've gotten into more of the data collection business. Um, so to me, this this sounded like they had created GetWork as a as a separate brand, and then uh, LinkUp was going to be more um, real time predictive job market data. So it sounded like it sounds to me like GetWork was sort of an expendable asset. Uh, they made a call and found a, a a buyer who was willing to come in, and and thus. Uh, you know, having get work. I don't know long term if you're going to continue to see two brands operate independently. I think it makes a lot of sense for uh, Adzuna to consolidate uh, the get work brand. Uh, so in 12 to 18 months, I'm guessing that we won't be talking about get work anymore. We'll be talking about just Adzuna. What's a better brand though? Well, if you talk to Adzuna, it's Adzuna, right? Because they have an established brand over Europe. But if I'm you- not. I'm talking to you. What's the best brand? Oh, you're yes. talking to me, like. Uh, GitWork certainly, I think on its surface, uh-huh. uh, says what they do. Now it doesn't translate that well into Europe and boss can talk about that. Um, does GitWork work in Europe as a, as a good brand? Um, boss, what do you think? Why not? I mean, um, Amazon, uh, is a great brand, um, has nothing to do with shipping goods or anything. Yeah. No, I, I actually think uh, um, GetWork is better than Adzuna because you have no question in how am I going to type it in. Yeah. Then again, Indeed still gets most of its traffic or used to from yeah. people typing in Google. So, yeah. And Adzuna gives you a lot more wiggle room to do stuff outside of work if you want to. 
much like Indeed has nothing to do with Get Work. Yeah. I know Adzuna has spent a lot of money on their brand and building it, particularly in the UK. So I'd be kind of shocked. I mean, maybe it'll be a, um, a simply hired situation where the content is just the same and they let Get Work sort of live on its own until uh, Google doesn't index its pages anymore and it has no value whatsoever, which will be a very long time before they drop out of Google's index as long as they're still around. Yeah, I I find it interesting that they are looking to have two brands. I think you're right. There's going to be some type of consolidation. The question is, if you bought a URL like Get Work, two single syllable words, anybody can spell, and it's a .com, to me, it just makes a hell of a lot of sense to to prospectively rebrand. It's kind of like, uh, you know, we had Nuvu go to talent.com. It's easier. It's much easier. So I would see that transition prospectively happening. I'm, I'm really curious myself what uh, Azuna's plan is to battle off uh, talent.com for, the, at now, for now the second position in the market because talent.com is really investing a lot in organic growth. Mm-hmm. Well, they're acquiring get work. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're doing. Yeah, but that's that's more of a a U.S. strategy from a penetration mm-hmm. standpoint. Uh, I think, boss, are you talking more of a European yeah. strategy? Okay, a global. Yeah, global European. I think Talent.com is really investing heavily uh, recently in in their marketing, their brand value, and and really positioning themselves in Europe or and especially in the the Benelux countries as the challenger brand for Indeed. Uh, Azuna is not here yet. So I'm really curious to see if they eventually will also merge. I have to take a look at Edzuna markets because, I mean, they're obviously much larger markets than the Netherlands. You've got uh, the UK, which is, you know, where they started out. Uh, what about France and, and Germany? You know, how heavy are they uh, Are they actually focusing on penetrating those markets? That's, that's I think, my big question. One thing I see Talent.com doing really well is having local teams in every a country or at least in every language area gotcha getting it out and i don't see adzuna doing that and which which surprises me that the brits would go over the ocean and tackle america first where the canadians are actually putting up a really good european strategy i mean talent talent got just got 100 million some dollars right if my memory serves correctly but i mean they they the, it's two companies that are looking to go public at some point we've had stories about both of them recently looking to go, you know, IPO. Now, Adzuna may be more UK-centric, whereas I think Tal- I think Talent's going for all the marbles. I think they're they're going for a bigger uh, global piece of the pie, and they've they've funded, they've they've created an arsenal to go do that. Adzuna ver- is more, of, you know, to me, more of a, an organic growth story where they've seen opportunities uh, in, the, in the technology of the programmatic side to grow sort of organically or a little bit more slowly. So I, I just think it's a matter of strategies and, and financial backing and, and just the vision of talent.com uh, is, is huge. Well, you have the difference the difference between funding of Adzuna having right now 17 million USD and talent.com 150 million. Yeah. Right. So you have more of a bootstrapping scenario versus uh, trying to trying to juice with funding. Yeah. And look, we've we've learned from history that, you know, just having boots on the ground in all these markets isn't necessarily the best one. It's really costly. We saw that with Monster. Monster. Yeah. It actually 
Monster was is extremely successful or was extremely successful in the Netherlands, um, basically because they hired the right people. Gotcha. In the Netherlands. <laughs> in the Netherlands. I mean, Chad, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if we if we go through the global recession that everyone is predicting, mm-hmm. I mean, we may be talking about layoffs at talent.com and, and sort of a, a resizing, if you will. And Adzuna may be better positioned for the longer term because they aren't spending tons of money. Yeah. Yeah. Unless uh, town.com is squirreling away that $150 million worth of nuts that they have uh, as they're, as, as they're waiting for the, uh, the cold winter to come. Gotcha. But that being said, staying in the Netherlands, let's talk a little bit about uh, our friends at text Kernel. Yep. Speaking of nuts, uh, text Kernel, uh, Amsterdam based <laughs> text Kernel. So we know boss knows these guys. Uh, and also, also, a show sponsor, just like Adzuna, has acquired Dutch staffing app and portal specialist Aquila. It's spelled A-K-Y-L-A. The acquisition is aimed at helping staffing agencies that are looking for automated solutions to help them in the tight labor market. But why, let me explain it when CEO Gerard, our buddy, can explain it in his own words. By combining Aquila and TextKernel, we can also combine the back office data and the front office data uh, for our customers more effectively. And with the capabilities of TextKernel, that creates a very interesting value proposition, which could, for instance, very positively impact redeployment KPIs by making automated smart suggestions for jobs to candidates that are on assignment one week or two weeks before they come off assignment. But next to that, there's a lot of value in the data itself. We believe we can create very interesting insights for our customers to make smarter decisions. Boss, these guys are in your backyard. What are your thoughts on the move? Well, um, I've actually, I've known them since they were with seven people on staff. I've, I've met uh, Gerard or Gerard, as you call him. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. I don't think he goes by Jerry, by I the know, way. I know, I <laughs> know. Sorry, sorry, boss. Go ahead. So I've known, I've known them since they were six, seven people uh, t- uh, big. I've known Gerard forever. And uh, usually when I see applications like this being bought by something else within our industry, we know it's not going to integrate. If there's one team who can do this, it's TextKernel. They've always amazed me with their technical abilities. I'm not sure if this is an offensive or defensive play, though, because uh, my solution, which is the biggest uh, uh, Dutch ATS on for staffing firms uh, uh, down here, or one of the big players, they've been buying Otis, they've been buying OnRecruit, um, I know Otis was very uh, important for TextKernel to get uh, a lot of users, a lot of clients in the staffing space. And having all that consolidation, are they actually going to build their own ATS-like system eventually? Because they've got a lot of features in there. Are they seeing that because uh, a few of them have either been bought by international players and not investing that much anymore that there's room for that? Or is it a more defensive play to make sure that uh, they won't be squeezed out in margins by those few players that are still left in this Dutch staffing market? Because uh, Aquila is only Dutch and a little uh, in the Nordics. Yeah, I, this is a wallet share play. It's pretty simple. They they are already 
powering backends of many staffing organizations and they're looking for other issues, other other gaps to bridge. Not to mention when you start talking to these applicant tracking systems, the thing they do not want to do is the heavy lifting. Right. And, and text kernel probably does the heaviest lifting uh, when it comes to parsing, search and match, those types of things. And then you start getting into these back office system pieces. ATSs don't want to fuck with that stuff, man, especially if there's a great opportunity for somebody else to be able to do it. Uh, so I think this is a great play for text kernel. They're looking for opportunities to, again, not just go out and get new business, but the retention and growth of wallet share for, for, for current clients. I think that's really what they're focused on. Yeah. You know, Chad, I think when we talked about uh, text kernel, you know, a year or so plus ago after they had the botch sort of career builder uh, acquisition of them. And then when, when main capital entered the picture and, and bought the company or invested in the company, I think both of us said big things are going to start happening at text kernel. And uh, <laughs> soon thereafter they acquired sovereign uh, which I think we both agreed was a, an incredible consolidation move in terms of the uh, the parsing uh, and matching game. And I think this is another really strategic, intelligent, probably uh, cost-effective acquisition for them. Um, and they probably see things in this that we don't, uh, whether it's in, in the, the talent that's there or the, the technology that they have. But TextKernel is really good about making sort of really good strategic, really smart uh, acquisitions and bets on better technology or improving their technology. Uh, Because I think people would be shocked at how much of the backend guts of systems, text kernel and sovereign uh, together are, are powering. Oh yeah. And if they can continue to sort of make these, these, you know, efficient bets, we're going to look up one day uh, and, and main capital's bet in text kernel is going to be a gorilla because of what they've been able to do and the money now that they have backing them and the, and the, the smart people that are making these bets. Um, I think it's really interesting to watch what they're doing. They're not just swinging for the fences. They make these sort of scalpel-like acquisitions and moves, and I think they are uh, incredibly impactful to their business. So for me, big applause uh, for Text Kernel and, and the acquisition that they're doing and, and using the main capital yes. funding uh, really intelligently. I'm really so our listeners that. would be they would be astounded by the amount of backends from parsing search and match mm-hmm. that the combination of sovereign now owned by text kernel and text kernel actually do throughout the entire world yep. they are they're no question the leader in that now to, to be able to expand the tool set for all of those customers yeah I mean it's it, again it's it's working behind the scenes and just making a shit ton of cash and being smart. Yeah, would love to be a fly on the wall to see the big picture vision of what they're looking to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually question, wondering if it's going to be a big picture vision of only text kernel because main capital has massive investments in Assessio as well, which is uh, one of the bigger assessment providers who bought Elo in the Netherlands, among others, as you might remember from one of your previous European shows. I'm, I'm curious to see if those two will ever be put together. You may be onto something. Only time will tell. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break and uh, talk about Tescarilla. What the? Europe has a bunch of countries in it. Everyone deserves their best job. That's what Fiji stands for. We make a big difference for independent recruiters with the strength of our fast-growing recruiter network. 
At Fiji, you can be your best self and work for the company you like whenever and wherever. We support you with the best digital and online recruitment marketing. We offer professional business development support, recruitment specialist training, and a bit of rebellious network meetings. Let's join strengths and help more professionals find the job they love. Celebrate recruitment and join Fiji at FYGI.nl. All right, guys, moving on from uh, Adzuna and Text Colonel, let's talk about the primate. Boss is going to love this. This is all about assessments. This is a good point. Recruiting, recruitment, screening, and assessment platform Test Gorilla has secured $70 million in a Series A round. The new funding brings the total investment raised by Test Gorilla to $80 million. Test Gorilla services are already used by over 5,300 companies since its launch in 2020. Its platform offers companies hundreds of pre-employment tests so they can tailor their search for candidates to their individual requirements. As if the world needed another assessment platform, what are our thoughts on Test Gorilla? I mean, I've also, because they've not been around that long, uh, known them basically from, from the moment they were born. Um, and I love them and I don't like them. Um, basically, what they do is they test for knowledge. And we all know that knowledge isn't skill. I mean, knowledge is required for skill, but it's not skill. And they claim they're testing for skills, but they're testing for knowledge. They're, they have knowledge tests on Google Analytics. They have knowledge tests on Google Ads. They have knowledge tests on Facebook Ads, on sourcing, on you name it. The way they test for that knowledge, now that's really cool and really interesting because they work with a lot of independent experts. Basically, everybody can say, I want to build an assessment. I'm an expert in this. They'll check you out a bit if you are an expert and you uh, make sure the tests are up to date. So unlike many other knowledge-based tests, their tests aren't out of date. They keep on updating them with the most, the newest developments. Yet testing just for knowledge, which is their key thing, and they have a few other tests, but those are a dime a dozen. But testing just for knowledge isn't testing for skills. Now, is it better than actually looking at a resume and seeing that somebody was a, a, a did something with Google Analytics and assuming the person knows what they're doing? Absolutely. Is it what I would like to test for? Absolutely not. Well, first and foremost, let's just say this. 70 million USD, 66 million euros in Series A. Okay, that's a pretty big fucking chunk of money. I love the renewed attacks that we're seeing on the CV. I fucking love it. Here's my question, though. Are test gorilla assessments portable? Can I use the assessment that I just took and apply that to another company? What about companies who are not using test gorilla? Can I send them my test gorilla assessment? You can, you probably can, but for those companies, do they even know what the fuck test gorilla is? My point the biggest problem when fighting the resume is portability. The resume is accepted everywhere. It's like trying to use the Euro in London. It just doesn't fucking work, right? I love the idea, but unless you have a way to make these assessments more portable, it's just a gorilla beating its chest at this point. <laughs> Which is why, I, okay. You know, I'm, I'm a thing. I have a thing with names, Chad, and I hate the name. I hate the name Tescarillo. Really? It's like you have Survey Monkey, and then you're like, <laughs> let's let's take the Survey Monkey thing and make it just Tescarillo. So, so these guys out of the Netherlands, maybe not known for their their naming of companies. At least it's Tescarillo.com. 
and not yes. Pescarella dot, you know, it's I two names so, you can spell. I mean, come on. It feels very 2003 to me when everything was like <laughs> Job Fox. And anyway, all I know is this is an incredibly old industry. Um, as we know from interviews recently that, you know, this is a World War II era based business of assessing people. And you have really old companies that frankly need to be shaken up, uh, probably put out of business by companies that are, are, are better at technology, better at, um, you know, how the world works today in terms of assessing people. So from, from my viewpoint, it's simply, look, all the, uh, all the old guard here, I think needs to be shaken up. And I think people like, whether it's Plum or other Pymetrics or whoever you like or don't like, the fact that Tescarilla is in the game with a good amount of funding, I think is only going to push the business of assessments into a better place than where it's been for the last, you know, 75 years or so. So from, from my perspective, like the more the merrier in terms of competition, these guys will go out of business. They'll They'll acquire each other and eventually we'll have a couple players that are newer and exciting and, and have better science than we have today. And I, I think that's good for employers as well as the job candidates. So I'm going to beat my chest. Imagine that. In excitement for test. An American beating their chest. For yeah. test gorilla. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. So so real quick, on the on their website, they actually use the byline, a crystal ball for job success. Uh, that's that's the part of their buying line to their brand. I literally use the term crystal ball technology as a negative on assessments, and they believe it's a positive. So I just think that's kind of it, that's interesting. They see crystal ball kind of magic, kind of wizardry as a positive. When you when we look at it, and it's like, yeah, no, that's smoke and mirrors. No, but they don't have an HR background. They come from management consulting, and that's probably why they're able to get in this much money. And I've ah, I've actually spoken because uh, they call it a Series A, but to be honest, they had a massive investment uh, a couple of uh, two years ago, if I'm not mistaken, last year. Like 10, 10 million or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. So mm-hmm. um, normal people would call that their Series A because they already <laughs> had a seed as well. But yeah. apparently everybody, everything under 100 million isn't Series A anymore or something. <laughs> yeah, they've raised, they've raised a total of 80 million. Yeah. So they, yep. they already had a 10 million investment. I know um, several people from the investment scene look again at them. And they don't have the HR background, they have the sales, they have the process background. That's why they excel at having a process, they excel at sales. I'm really curious to see how they uh, excel at retention of their clients. I have no data on that. I don't, just don't know. So if they come from that background, what's your take on their sort of long-term vision? Is it to flip this thing into a public company? Is it to sell it quickly? Because it doesn't sound like you're bullish on these these guys being a long-term solution. Um, I think in this industry, they will be bought by a bigger player. Okay. And they probably okay. know who that is, or they probably already know the two or three companies. Oh, that yeah. I'm sure they're courting. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. After taking this much money, you've just taken all of your options and you've pretty much pulled down about a handful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there, there are a handful who can buy them. I actually also know that there are, one of their lead investors is looking to invest in other startups in the scene. So um, wouldn't surprise me if uh, they start combining them with uh, scientifically better validated tools and uh, either build a new giant because some of them have been merging or 
uh, sell them to one of the major players. Maybe they'll get acquired by Test Godzilla, and they can take on Test Mothra in the in the markets. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on from Test Gorilla, let's talk about Clever Connect and Talentry. France and Germany back together, baby. That's right. They call it a merger, but let's be honest, it's an acquisition. Uh, founded yeah. in Paris in 2010, Clever Connect, which recently raised 30 million euros, Claims over 2,500 customers across Europe uh, to rethink their recruitment strategy. Talentry, founded in Munich in 2013, that's three years later if you're keeping score, is a talent relationship platform specializing in talent sourcing, candidate relationship management, recruitment events, employee referrals, uh, and internal mobility. They've raised a total of 8 million euros. So that's 30 million for Clever Connect and 8 million for Talentry. Through this new partnership, Clever Connect will become a 270 employee team with strong roots in both France and Germany, obviously. Guys, thoughts on this deal? Uh, well, let me start by saying that if they're founded in Munich, they are technically German, but they are Bavarian, which is, of course, a very, it's like calling it Texas, Texas uh, uh, America. <laughs> totally different from the rest of the country. Uh-huh. So France and Germany together, usually not a great combination, to be honest. Uh, we've seen some really big companies come out, spin out of them, but usually cultural, culturally not uh, uh, compatible. And if I look at, I know Clever Connect a bit, uh, they are active in Belgium. They've tried to enter the Dutch market. I think they have a few clients here, but not really taking it seriously. I, I don't see it, but I don't see the products being that successful either. To be Do honest. you think this is two similar companies sort of joining to cut out a bigger market share? Do you think that there's technology or people that Clever Connect can value, can benefit from? Like what's your, t is this just a growth strategy or is something different? I don't even think they're similar companies because Clever Connect focuses on the selection part, getting people through the process, while Talentry focuses on building talent pools and keeping people engaged all the time. So I think culturally that will be a massive problem as well. Are we talking about getting people through the process from A to B or are we recycling them and keeping them lukewarm until we need them. You can walk and chew gum at the same time. So you can do both. Uh, I think I think Talent Tree, more from the UI UX scenario, is more of a cosmetic layer that could prospectively be pushed over uh, Clever Connect. I'm not sure if these two brands last. It sounds like Clever Connect is going to pretty much just take over and Talent Tree is going to die. But at the end of this, it's interesting because whenever we talk to Levin in House of HR, they're always focused on keeping the brands intact because it keeps the heart of the organization intact. Now, when you're talking about a German and French, what happens when you rip the heart out of one of them? I, I just see this prospectively dying in Germany because the, Fr the French company will take over and they'll try to brand it uh, under Clever Connect. I, I could be wrong, but it just it just feels that way. It doesn't it does not feel like a merger? You're right. And and you're actually saying that the UX from Talentry is better. But the one thing I know from my conversations with Clever Connect is that they're so proud of their usability and their UX, so they will never ever throw it over their Clever Connect. 
So yeah, they might be proud of it until they find something better, which is smart. I, I don't, I don't, I don't fault them for that at all. I think it's incredibly smart. You're right, except these are French people, so they will never ever <laughs> admit they were wrong. I'm sorry, that's a big bias here, but no, I gotcha. Yeah, I feel you. So Chad, you mentioned uh, I don't know the headline on Tescarilla. Uh, the headline from this deal uh, on Clever Connect says Clever Connect and Talentry join forces to become the European champion of talent acquisition solutions. A little bit of hyperbole there, uh, so I'm not sure w- which side is uh, responsible for that. But whenever I look Clever at deals Connect. like this, <laughs> yeah, probably. Whenever I look at deals like this, I look at sort of the time that these companies have been around. Uh, so. 2013 for telemetry, you're getting a little long in the tooth. You've taken $8 million. You know, time might be running out in terms of your investment and what, what you've gotten. You got Clever Connect, uh, which has been around longer, but just raised 30 million euros. I'm guessing there's some growth there. There's some uh, some opportunity. They were able to get more money in terms of let's go acquire businesses. And I think if I had to guess, I'd say Talentry was probably on its last legs. They made a point in the press release to talk about how big the team is, which yeah. to me says you know that's a founding uh, that's a founder who says, look, we're selling the company. I want to take care of my people. Let's guarantee that they're going to have jobs and be part of the Clever Connect team. So to me, like to, to focus on how many employees the company now is, is saying like, let's take care of our people. Let's cash out for our investors and I'll stick around for a while and, and we'll kind of call it a day. But to me, Dude. I think Talentry's yes. time had run out and uh, Clever Connect threw them a, a lifeline as well as their employees. They're totally saving face from what you had said around that piece, taking care of your people, totally get that, love that, but also calling this a merger. And then reading through the actual press release and anything that's been written about them, this is not a merger, kids. It, it is not. So this is more of a saving face. And, and I appreciate that because you've got a French company pretty much acquiring a German company. And, and as you said, boss, that usually doesn't go well. No, and I think Joel is absolutely right, which actually doesn't happen that often, but in this case, he is. <laughs> what the fuck? And that is how we end this <laughs> European podcast. <laughs> I think we end it with the kazoo again. Okay. I love this. <laughs> what a fucking episode. We out, everybody. We out. Thank you for listening to, what's it called? A podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho, pepper jack, Swiss. So many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chadcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform. 
where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.